today's show, we have a lot to talk about. It's been a long week for me. The last five days since I recorded Good Things Come in 3, I've been with my boyfriend. You guys know that is groundbreaking shit for us. Lots to talk about today. Um, And, you know, I'm going to have a somewhat eventful week. I think you guys can expect more shows throughout the week just because I'm doing more things. I'm excited to talk. Yesterday, we hit 20 followers on the Instagram. How cool is that? Um, (laughs) If you're not following the Instagram already, follow it at thesugar.diaries. And here's why you should follow it. Yesterday, guys, not even just yesterday, but this entire weekend, I've been posting more updates, if you guys actually even care. Um, I've been posting what I'm doing, what I've been getting, and I think it's like a little sneak peek kind of thing. And the more followers I have, the more incentive I have to post. But already, now that we're at 20 followers, I like posting on there. So go check it out. Um, What else is there to say? Oh, yesterday I received this DM. I suck at responding to text messages and DMs, but like I I will. But I received this one and she told me she had just started the podcast. So I don't think she's going to hear it for like probably a while. But she said it's like starting. What did she say? She said it's like starting a good book and being able to chat with the main character. I thought that was super cute and funny. And I was making comments and I could tell like she had just started because <laughs> she sounds so optimistic and I'm like oh no it, it's a bit of a roller coaster ride as you get into it um so yeah I told her to brace herself for that which is so crazy because talking to her reminded me of like where we started nine months ago and I told her wherever you are in that podcast I'm like nine eight months into the future <laughs> so brace yourself it's a long ride um and i would also suggest or recommend to anyone who is like you know just jumping through start from the beginning of these podcasts even the girls who listen to it now tell me that if you don't start at the beginning you're gonna be a hella confused and it's so true because there's always so much fucking going on and you know i always bounce back between ideas you really do have to start at the beginning in order to follow along Um, so I really appreciate that comment. I appreciate the DMs. And here's what I did yesterday on the Instagram. Why you guys should go follow it again at the sugar dot diaries. And I'll link it in the description. I was posting pictures. I was doing like this house tour of the cottage, the cottage that I always talk about. I want you guys to have a visual when I'm talking, um, And not even just that, but I feel like when I say things to you guys, you guys don't really, like, believe me. (laughs) Like, really, I think it goes in one ear and out the other. I said this guy, um, and sometimes I don't notice it because I'm so used to it at this point. He really does have money. My boyfriend has fucking money. I, I said this to my mother. I don't think I'll ever see this much money again in my life. Um, my, you know, friends tell me that, of course, like, there's other men out there, but I brought those girls. Remember even when I brought Seashell and Ocean to the farm? Like, they could see, you know, they, 
they could tell already and I'm just thinking because the more I hang out with him and the more he tells me things I'm like this is so small this little cottage thing is so small in the grand scheme of all the shit that he has um he's got money money I don't know we're we're gonna talk about it um but if you follow the Instagram I was posting pictures of the cottage and I've been telling you guys it's really fucking nice no one understands why I let this six-year-old man fucking stress the shit out of me this this is why go look at the instagram um yeah and and even besides that i'm not saying i'm i'm only with him for the cottage or whatever his place in toronto is like the complete opposite i think i described that in the last podcast i described i'm sorry i said it was like the complete opposite of the farm so really i'm there with him um you know because i like him i don't even care where we are but when I'm feeling relaxed and when I'm feeling secure in my relationship, then, you know, it's nice to look out. I still have my doubts, guys. But this week that we spent, the last five days that we spent together were, for once, really good. Um, not really good because, like, I think we always have a good time face-to-face. But, I mean, in terms of, like, seeing evidence, seeing shit, getting jealous, seeing phone calls, seeing text messages. Like, I didn't see any of that. Or at least this week, I decided not to look. (laughs) Partially the the second one, I decided not to look because, you know, I'm still kind of getting over a lot of turmoil from like the last two weeks. And it's kind of just like a, what is it? A safety mechanism, like a a defense mechanism where it's like, it's just, I know now I've learned, guys, I've learned it's better just to not know. And I would actually say that to anyone. You think you want to know, you really don't want to know because once you know, you have this obligation now to react. And what you really want to do when you you do know is not know and act like you don't know, but now you look weak because you do know. I don't know if you guys can follow that along. Um, But anyways, we've been together since three's a crowd, (laughs) since our threesome. Um, I'm still need to post part two of that. I'm going to post it after I post this one. I'm so sorry. This podcast is all over the fucking place. God damn. You'd think she'd fucking post the part one and two next to each other. But no, I wanted to add on a little tidbit in the beginning of, um, three. Sorry. What is it? Good things come in three. That was the name. Um, and yeah, that was the threesome podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, it's the one before this one. Go check it out. And let's see, like, where things went after this night. Um, so we had our threesome. That was good. The next day, so it would have been Thursday. Let me think. Thursday was fine. No. Thursday, I think we went up north. Came back. Friday, I went to go see Seashell. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. I'm just thinking if there's anything else I was supposed to include beforehand, which is why I hate waiting so long to record these podcasts because like I fucking start blanking and I I hate it, but opening the window, but I don't think really anything interesting happened in between that. Um, He was working. The reason why I didn't end up going home, I don't think this happened yet here did it no 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 actually no we went to the farm to the cottage 
because we were in Toronto for the threesome. We went to the cottage the following night. Usually he drops me off again on his way to work, but it was Friday morning, I remember. It was Friday morning, and I had asked if... Well, no. You guys know how I get with the Fridays. Although it's true he can cheat on me any fucking day of the week, I get... I get weird about my Fridays, and I'm always right. I hate when men try and make you feel like, oh, you're being dramatic, it's all in your head, but I'm always fucking right. When it comes to these Fridays, if he's not spending his Friday with me, he's going to spend it with someone else, and I absolutely how he, hate how he acts like he doesn't. He'll act like, oh, no, I'm just working. No, you're fucking working, and then you're going to do some other shit and just not tell me about it and think, oh, it's it's justified or it's okay fuck that i hate that shit i know if you're not spending your friday and i i probably went on this rant before this happened like four three weeks ago where you know the the one friday he didn't spend with me and he's trying to act like oh don't make assumptions and he was doing exactly what i had assumed um <laughs> i just hate that telling me not to make assumptions and doing the exact same thing like fuck off if you really wanted to impress me you wouldn't have been doing this shit I don't know, guys, though, because what's crazy to me, too, is, like, what about the times where he doesn't leave evidence, you know? I can tell that he's been with a girl or whatever when I see, like, the names in the car. This is a big, big one. I see names in the car. I see, um, what else is there? A, a little bottle or something. I'm, and I'm like it on everything like a hawk i'm on everything like a fucking hawk nothing gets past me i actually look and i feel bad for him because i'm so effing crazy nothing gets past me i put two and two soap together so fucking fast it's been like this from the get-go and i'm only getting better at it it's just disappointing though you know i sometimes i wish i wasn't so smart i'm like damn i wish i could be a dumb bitch and just let you and just not see the shit but i'm just so fucking like on it like, you fucking can't get shit past me. If you fucking had even a strand of hair, like, I'll catch that shit. <laughs> I saw a receipt in the car. Like, I'm just doing two and two fucking Googling. I'm so crazy, though. I actually, <laughs> I'm Googling the store location, looking at the timestamps, looking back into my snap memory. See, I, guys, I came to the car the other day, and I saw this, literally this weekend, I saw a Starbucks cup. And I was getting all, you know, like, investigate or what what does he call it, forensics. I was getting into my forensics mode, and halfway through, I realized I was getting jealous over a cup that was bought when I was there. And I'm like, okay, cool. So she's crazy. <laughs> so she's crazy, crazy. Um, and the worst part, when you find shit like this, when you're doing, like, your insane forensics, is, like, you find out so much, but you can't say anything, because if you do, you look like a crazy-ass bitch. So it's, like, now you're just, now you're just fucking crazy and have no one to talk to, you know, or no one to confront. So sometimes it's hard with the forensics, because you're just better off, you know, not knowing. <laughs> that was the entire message of the story. So honestly, guys, there's a lot of things too. I just wish, just fucking didn't know. Every time I've pried, I've burnt myself only. And if I could go back and do it all again, I'd like to have been a dumber bitch. I would have asked God, make me dumb so this man can fucking koala me. Because Lord, knowing is not the way to go. Because you're just stressed out all the time. Can't say shit to anyone. You're just stressed off and pissed by yourself. It's fucked up. Back to the story. (laughs) 
back to the story. Um, like, I, I notice everything, guys. If the bed is made differently, if the bed's off by an inch, like, I come in and sometimes I'll be, like, thinking to myself, am I being over, like, am I, you know, being over dramatic? But I'm always fucking right. That's also what sucks. Why did God always make me right? God damn it. <laughs> Every time I have a gut instinct, always fucking right. And, you know, I talked earlier in the podcast about me eight months ago, me six months ago, you know, reflecting back on that girl who saw the Bailey's bottle and was like, oh, maybe he's right. The worker's having an affair. Like, I feel bad for myself. And I remember, like, really wanting to believe him. And it was so, like, it really fucked up the way that he just lied, you know? I'd like to think, though, and this is a big thing, guys. I'd like to think that he's not that same person and I, I truly do believe now he knows I'm not, like, a dumb bitch anymore. I think there is a difference, though, like, between how he'd handle those kind of problems before versus now. It's like, he's still doing the shit, he'll just tell me. And is that supposed to make it feel better? Is that supposed to justify it? I don't know. We're going to actually have to talk about this again. Do you guys think? I don't know. But anyways, I have I have some good tea and updates for us. We're going to get into that. Wow, 13 minutes and I haven't fucking said a thing. God damn it. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm swearing so much today. I don't know. Back to the topic. Back to the swing of things. Back to the, the bullshit. Um, so, Friday morning. This is this entire long story to say, you guys know how I feel about my fucking Fridays. Give me my Fridays. Cheat on me on Monday. Cheat on me on Wednesday. But give me my fucking Fridays. Because I feel like that kind of cheating is like 10 times worse than just cheating on me on a normal day of the week. But I made a comment in the morning because I was kind of getting jealous. Me like, oh my god, um, are you going to be gallivanting today? And I guess instead of saying like will you see me which again debatable because monday that week guys you if you guys recall i was asking him if i could stay with him a little bit longer um after the weekend and he told me no he said he has to work or that he doesn't get any work done when i'm there which is kind of justified like i think it's fair well I'd like to still be able to come, you know, occasionally or sometimes and not feel like you're just doing shady shit. That's really how it felt. But, um, cause I'm even pretty sure he said yes at first and then he changed his mind. So I don't know, but what was it? He claims he didn't hear what I said properly. He thought I said something else, but I don't know. Um, so for Friday morning, when we're driving down in the car, and I th- he was a little bit late for his meeting, and um, I-, I forget how the conversation went about, but he said, do you want to come? And I said, yes, I would like to come. I, guys, honestly feel so much better mentally. Like, I know you guys talk about getting compensated for everything, and I truly believe, like, yes, you should get your money and whatever, Um, And, you know, guys, sometimes when I do spend these long, drawn-out times with him, I don't really get extra compensation. Maybe, like, 200 bucks or 100, but, like, nothing extra. But to me, in my mind, I think the mental peace that it brings me to be with him is so much more, what's the word, satisfying 
than, you know, being apart and at home. And I'd rather be with him, even if I'm not getting anything like material out of it, which is normal. But a lot of people really try to... Well, not a lot of people try to, but in sugaring, you know, there's this huge emphasis on the money. And this is why when we mix sugaring and dating, it gets complicated because a lot of people will be like, why the fuck are you just spending time with him for for free? And I'm like, I'm not really doing it for him and doing it for my mental health. And um, yeah, so which is hard. This is going to be a prevalent theme today. I want to really talk about it. Like, I I have the storytelling aspects on here, which I think is important. But there's advice, right? I want you guys to take away from what I'm saying. I think, like, these experiences are best translated into what not to do and what to do. And as I go through, I tell you guys, like, my mistakes and what I would do differently. I really, sorry, I really want you guys to listen and internalize that advice write it down don't be a dumb bitch like me learn from my mistakes we don't both have to go through it um and learn from the mistakes of these other girls which is cool because these past two weeks i've been talking to more people even sugar babies escorts all of that and i'm gonna come here and tell you guys what they told me um specifically in this podcast as well i'm so excited I'm excited for that. I love the advice part. I think it's more important than the storytelling part. But I think, you know, the advice flows with the story. So that was a little me rambling again. Okay, so, um, yeah. But what I was trying to say is that, guys, don't compare your story to other people's stories. Here, I hear so much advice from people telling me what they think um, from my relationship, and I think even when I tell people the stories, I mean, you guys kind of know, you guys know more than anyone in my life would know, (laughs) but, like, still, even then, you guys still don't know, like, the whole side of it, right, you only know one side, I'm excited, actually, and you guys are still stuck, you guys are still stuck in him four months ago, which is why a lot of you guys still hate him, And I think he's moving, he's changing. But you, you know, don't compare your story to other people's advices, specific advice when it comes to sugaring. Like, if you want to be with your sugar daddy, like, longer for free, like, fuck it, go do it. If it gives you mental peace, why the fuck not? And, you know, peace is more, is invaluable. Or what is it? Peace, not invaluable, but peace is, what is the word? Uh, what is it priceless peace is priceless right give me that shit (laughs) um so he ends up taking me to toronto i'm gonna stick on to the storytelling now that i've dicked around for 20 fucking minutes um (laughs) that's that's his word dicking around i use it now okay um yeah so we, we end up going there and I we were supposed to go back to the cottage there was some back and forth between us like you know not sure if we wanted to go or what time or he had to go work and he disappeared longer he said we were going um and then he ended up working longer it was just back and forth so I ended up staying in Toronto in his house for a bit longer than expected and I decided 
last minute that I was going to meet Seashell. Yes, guys, we went to go see Trifling Seashell, the one who was naked in front of my guy, that girl. One of the things I said in the last podcast was that I don't mind Seashell as a person. Like, me and her one-on-one, like, I would love to be friends with her. I really liked her. I think she's super cute. Um... I have nothing against her face-to-face as a person, which is crazy how people work because, you know, the, the stuff that they do is always behind your back. They'll always stab you in the back, but never to your face. And I thought it was important that I got to, you know, have bonding time with Seashell and give her a second chance and decide if I really wanted to hang out with her, um, with my guy or like if, if I really, if she really was that person that she showed me she was the first time. I'm going to check my stocks, guys. Give me a second. Uh, oh, okay. It's okay. Let's see. Okay. This one's not really moving. Oh, this one's dropped. Okay, sorry. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I wanted to see if I liked her one-on-one, what she was really about, if she was as bad as this person that we had created she really was the evil seashell (laughs) um so what was it she lives really close to him which is something i don't like as well i don't like how fucking close they live to each other like literally five minutes away um so i took my uber over to her she had her friend come and her friend's from um a country not a country a province outside of ontario and she was visiting and i guess they're going to go sugar together well that's what they are doing and she's just there for like 11 12 days cool her friend was fun her friend was okay her friend was nice i think her friend also thought i was judging her um and i hate like i hate social settings i'm not the best person to like talk to face to face i i'm okay i don't know but i i felt like there was pressure with her because she thought i was like judging her or something and i was like super like relaxed and not and um you know so let's just say guys seashell started off good And we're going to call Seashell's friend Leaf. She's probably not going to be a prevalent character, but I might hang out with them again before Leaf leaves. Um, Yesterday, she sent me a tab. Well, I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I want to make sure I get that point in later. But whatever. So I go to Seashell's apartment and it's beautiful. It's downtown Toronto. Nice view of the CN Tower. Um, my boyfriend was saying it was probably like $2,000 a month. I, I'd assume probably more than that. Um, yeah, and she's been there by herself, which is crazy. Um, kind of like, and you know what, guys? This is what Stone was telling me. Stone went, Stone, I think, is kind of like the future seashell. Not the future seashell, but she, she's like, she's like, seashell 15 years into the future do you guys get what i mean there or not even 15 but 10 years into the future and i'm gonna tell you why seashell sorry oh oh my god fuck there's a lot of them stone said the same thing when she was first started sugaring or when she first started escorting she was 20 um and she had a condo downtown as well she said she's probably blew 50 grand in her first year and now she regrets like she regrets wasting all that money 
um she now she lives in a in a city outside of toronto not spending as much on rent um and i was kind of thinking like that for seashell but i think seashell's a little bit not a little bit cuter but seashell's definitely i think she'll keep because seashell's thing is she looks very young she looks very like a baby and she talks very cutely like she she knows how to work a person even like we were talking about you know tips for sugaring and how she asked for the money like seashell again how she asked for the money like seashell's very cute she's like a little petite girl um if you want to fuck like a little kid okay wait this is wrong fuck if you want to fuck a, a, a someone who's legal who looks like a little girl like she's your and she's cute for sure um and she knows how to work it i guys i told you this is part of it too and seashell showed me like how she she said like how she asked for money and she did it in the voice automatically she switches and i think she's like me because i used to be told too that i have this little fake cute side about me too um, which is very handy and sugaring, right? That's how you're supposed to ask for things. But she almost, you know, went into, like, acting mode or, like, she just switched and she, she, her voice changed, she cocked her head, she's blinking, and she's like, can you put the money on the table or something like that? And we're discussing that. Um, which is also cool, getting sugar tips live from people. I'm realizing maybe I haven't been doing sugaring the right way. I've been... A, a little bit too nice I have always been too nice but they're teaching me her and stone they're all teaching me like and I'm kind of realizing it for myself getting ahead of myself but here's here's the advice I'm gonna explain the stories after but be a heartless bitch is what we're really getting at you can't go into sugaring with feelings and I think you guys have learned that from this long story this long podcast but in some stories some cases like myself having feelings can get you further than just being a heartless bitch right but it it all depends on what you want this is another big thing what do you want to get out of your relationship when you're sugaring when you're dating whatever always find your end goal work towards it this is important guys super important write that down what's your end goal and i've said this before in a podcast one of my quotes that I think I've created myself, how can I produce more results of what I want? Or how can I, sorry, how can I act in a way that will produce more results of what I want? If your goal is to get money, how can you produce more money? How can you act in a way to get yourself more money? If you want love, how can you act in a way that will get you more love? You know, that will change your mindset and how you act and the part that you play. Even like and this goes, I think, into sociology as well. Like, what was his name? I don't remember. Someone said we're all just actors on a stage, right? And that's the crazy thing too about sugaring and meeting people. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be. Real shit, guys. It's not that fucking hard to lie about yourself. And that's what these men have learned that as younger girls might have uh, might not have like realized yet that like. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be. People will eat up whatever you say. Um, And because we all go into these relationships or meeting people thinking that the other person's genuine, right? And why would they lie? But people lie all the time. My boyfriend, guys, when I first, when we first met, all he he did was fucking lie. He still lies. (laughs) He still lies and doesn't blink an eye. Lied about his age, his name, his job, everything. 
Um, <laughs> lied about his favorite color. Lied about the direction of the sun. This man lied just because he could. Compulsive fucking liar. I'm kidding. But not really. He's gotten a little bit better. But, like, honestly, you can be whoever you want to be. And they say confidence works the same way. Fake it till you make it. You can be whoever you want to be. And that's what I think Seashell has realized or learned. Um, Seashell has a backstory to her as well, guys. Like, talk about fucking storytelling and book and characters. Seashell has a backstory, and when we were smoking the weed, she totally got into it. So let me tell you guys about how our day went. So um, we meet at her apartment. We walk out. Oh, yeah, of course. We were going to go. She had to go mail something to her mom, and then we came out, and it was raining, and she's like, do you want us to go get back and get a sweater? Like, she was so sweet to me, and I was like, yeah, can we please go get a sweater? And um, she gave me a sweater no problem i gave it back to her when we're done um but guys when we're in the room seashell starts by asking me questions about my guy which caught me off guard considering the fact i thought she was a trifling ass thought um at first she was being really sweet but then she started asking me how much my guy gives me and i told her a number um should i have downplayed it i don't know guys do i want to downplay my relationship to to seashell i added her into my private story because i wanted her to see that me my private sugaring story because i wanted her to see that him and i are close as fuck (laughs) i wanted him her to see that him and i are like really close and truly we are and if you thought that you could, this is just some fucking relationship that you can just come in and break up, him and I are so close. And this weekend, too, again, proved that we are really fucking close. And reasons why, when, you know, you say girls are replaceable, whatever, anyone can be a sugar baby. I talk to, sto- I hear stories from other girls and whatever they do with their guys and whatever. I truly don't think people. Well, and I maybe this is a this is a controversial statement to say like me and my guy are super fucking close, but there's layers to that shit, right? I I'm gonna tell you guys what happened this week where I was like, oh my god, him and I are getting super close, and we've always been this way, but there's layers to this shit. Sorry, opening the window. there's layers to this shit because you don't start off that close with someone you know it takes time to get there and that's what him and i have done we've definitely worked our way up in our relationship um and that's why when i talk about bailey's bottle bailey's bottle relationship is so much different than today's relationship right like that's five months of a difference and We've only gone closer, grown closer to the point where, guys, again, I'm getting ahead of myself because this is supposed to be a seashell story. This is supposed to be seashell's background story. Sorry, I'm just going to turn on the AC because I fucking can't breathe in here. This is supposed to be seashell story, but this weekend, again, him and I are just like white on rice, just and you think you'd get bored that's another thing sometimes i get worried oh we're gonna be together it's gonna be awkward we're not gonna have anything to talk about um we're not gonna click we're not gonna vibe it's so fucking natural 
every fucking time. Yesterday, I was actually surprised. After five days of being together, I thought maybe he's going to get annoyed. We did get into this mini little fight. I'm going to talk about that as well later. But it's just natural. Like, so fucking close. We were taking a bath again together. We do everything together, guys. Everything. I always say this. We do everything. We take baths together every fucking night. If we if we do bath, do every fucking thing together. I don't know. I was I should ask them, cause I know girls would find that gross or whatever. But that's our like thing. We do everything, shower together, everything. I don't know. And like I know it's just watery stuff. I'm just talking about cleaning your body, but like we literally do everything together. Um, we actually have to talk about this because uh, this is an. an exciting topic but anyways back to the seashell story um so where was i okay yeah so yeah i was telling you guys about how seashell was asking me about the information with my guy she asked me how much he gives me jesus christ guys i didn't really want to answer that question um i don't want to answer it because i'm like why the fuck are you asking me and then she asked me how much do i make off him in a month as in like she's trying to come get him and before i was still feeling insecure in my relationship now i wouldn't maybe i wouldn't have minded as much after talking to him because me and him also had to talk about seashell yes we're going to talk about that later as well um but at the time we hadn't really talked about boundaries with my friends and all that and um yeah I'm like he he I think he does good my my boyfriend I think he does better than me give him credit for but anyways um yeah she's asked me that question I kind of didn't answer because it's being like feeling uncomfortable um and I told her how much and then I said sometimes he gives me a little bit more than that and she says but you see him often right so it like works out right I'm like yeah it's good um seashell's thing is she sees probably a lot she's not even probably she does see a lot more we were talking about it we were laughing like really i had a good time with her face to face i just don't know about if i can trust her i i want to probably bring her around him one more time not in like a long-term setting just to see you know can i trust you i did give her those boundaries i don't know if she's aware that the fact that she's kind of crossed some lines is the reason why i've been kind of hesitant on bringing her around him and she's also been like wanting to come she only sees them as money we i'm gonna pause again i'm gonna pause because i'm getting ahead of myself um after this sweater thing, I was a bit alarmed, but we went to go smoke weed. And as we were smoking weed, or walking to smoke weed, I was telling her about me and my guy. I was telling her, like, the kind of relationship. And I said, like, I told her we start. And I, I know you're not probably not really supposed to say this to the girl that might be trying to steal your man but i told her like we started off rocky we still have some problems he tells me that he's just seeing friends um probably shouldn't have spilt that part and i don't even think too i phrased it properly you guys know the scenario like the story with these friends that he talks about the more i talk to him about it i can i i kind of believe him that these are just girls from a while ago but 
he also acts so secure when he's with me like he the way he talks about a relationship he acts very secure like he doesn't need anyone else right so I don't know if I'd really and he's telling me he's off the site he said he's not on any sites and I asked him that and he I don't know he seems to be secure with me like I truly guys after this weekend based on this weekend I might you know get in my head again later but I truly believe I have I could go to the finish line with this man (laughs) I the way he was talking about me and him I think I could go to the finish line um but nevertheless um we were walking over and I was telling her I probably told her a little bit too much um, and I didn't explain it properly. I didn't give our relationship any of the credit that you guys know it deserves because we've come so fucking far, right? And I, I forgot to tell her, like, I, I was supposed to say, like, oh my god, me and him are close. That's what you're really supposed to tell the girl that's trying to steal your man. That's what I should have said. But, you know, she had, she went into full sympathy mode or empathy mode because she said she had a guy the same way. Yes, guys, let's discuss this. She said she had a guy do this, not the same thing, but like a guy, her first sugar daddy, she fell in love with kind of deal and he broke her heart, essentially. So I'm going to tell you guys this story. But what the takeaway from it was that don't fall in love with your first sugar daddy which i think is common for girls to do because the first man that gives you money you create an attachment not to the man necessarily but to the money and you know what even more so this guy we're gonna call him jack not that he's going to be again a reoccurring character but just for like the sake of the story um and what's even more interesting is that leaf seashell's friend that she had brought from outside of ontario had also they seashell met jack through leaf through a threesome or something like that and they ended up like dating or some shit like that which is kind of you know a red flag <laughs> the way that you meet your boyfriend for sure or the guy that you're quote-unquote falling in love with definitely matters as my guy used to say every two seconds we met off the sugar site um that matters a little bit i'd like to think should i go over to starbucks guys i'm kind of thirsty i've been talking for 40 fucking minutes oh my god um yeah so the the way you meet your guy definitely has something to do with the relationship like you know we we see it all the time in celebrities celebrities who meet their man because he cheated on their ex-girl with them and then they get surprised when he cheats again on them with a different girl and so you got to be careful with how you meet your man and never lay your eggs in one basket but the story with jack is that jack sorry seashell jack started going out or he's supposed to be her sugar daddy and he stopped paying her money like I, I fairly quickly so this girl was seeing him just for free and um and this is an interesting topic this is an important topic this is something that has to be talked about are we seeing these men for free in 2021 are we seeing our sugar daddies for free i'm gonna tell you guys no don't do it because if it, it's it's a form of manipulation for sure right um and 
seashell looks like she's still i think it must have happened recently because you know when people talk about things and they get they show it in their eyes like they're really thinking could have just been the we because i get like that too but you could tell like this man like messed her up good or bad messed her up bad like he really hurt her not hit physically but like what he did to her really changed her perspective and outlook on life and i find a lot of girls fall in love with their first sugar daddy also me now the difference is which is why again i'm more optimistic about my relationship than maybe seashell is because my man is older my guy's 60 as we've found out her guy's 52 and i guess when they're still kind of young enough to be whoring around like my guy don't get me wrong he can he, he can still whore around but he's getting towards the end where maybe he doesn't have as much energy to be doing it and he's he, he told me that too this weekend something else for us to talk about but that's why i feel more optimistic about my relationship than maybe the next girls because you know he's getting towards the end of his hoe phase and he he can't he physically can't do it anymore right like he's getting old (laughs) her guy was 52 which is pretty sad well not sad like i I mean i'm in love with a six-year-old man i understand but you know to hear the way it's sad in like you know you you feel like you could do it the potential is there this guy told her to get off the website that she couldn't be on the website and he was on the website for you know sugar baby sites and whatever so he was just doing her absolutely dirty um what else he would get jealous and all of that and apparently the entire time he was still seeing other girls and paying them and like what the worst part is it's like it's not even you're like you're getting embarrassed and he's paying you at least that was that was my situation he was at least compensating me which is good for my guy he's always he i'd say 90 five percent of the time he's always given me money or at least one time he'll make up for it with like a big thing so honestly my guy's good for the money part this weekend he actually treated me super nicely i'm gonna tell you guys about that after i'm probably gonna have to split this into part two you guys don't normally like to listen to long ass podcasts but i find the longer ones the shorter ones get completed fast the entire way but like the longer ones are more clicked on i don't know how it works with you guys but i'm gonna like end it and do a part two pretty soon and go through the starbucks drive through um yeah so where was i <laughs> i tell you guys everything you guys are like shut the fuck up <laughs> I, I i know i'm sorry about the starbucks thing i'm so basic Anyways, yeah, so don't fall in love with your first sugar daddy. I think it's such a common mistake, right? And you can't, and this is why I said it's good not to sugar so young. Because your mind, when you're young, cannot tell the difference between love and money. Right? Or love for money. Which, people say it all the time, like, don't sugar while you're young. And this is also why these men like us younger women, why they like us so young is because, and she she said this too, because we're vulnerable, we're naive, we believe in love, we think with our hearts. When these men who, you know, have lived such fucking long lives, and to, to them, you're just another girl, unless, I think, you're offering something different. That's what I'd like to think with me and my boyfriend. I'd like to think I'm a little bit something different for him, which is why, you know, I have a little bit more chance but seashell is saying like to to jack i was just this 19 year old girl like he didn't see a future with me at all or anything he couldn't have anyways i was too young 
Um, and this is how you guys also tell me to seem with my boyfriend. I'm still optimistic. Um, so yeah, Jack broke her broke her heart. He, she said what she finally when she finally realized that he was like you know whoring around. And it's interesting because to her, it was the money component. She said she used to ask for like $50 for something with her mom to get asked for like a little bit of money to, to help out her mom. I actually, I absolutely hate hearing this. You know, going through my first guy, this, my boyfriend now is probably like my second trigger daddy. Not problem. Well, no, I've also had other guys, but I, you know, the lines between sugar daddy and escorting just get so fucking blurry. Like, not escorting, or I don't know, like sugar daddy. Like, what is the difference these days? We need to define that. But, um, my, like, if, when I heard her story kind of triggering me with my crazy ex, right? Like, that shit, you know, when something like hits close to home, it like pisses you off. So she said, like, she'd ask for 50 bucks. At least my guys were never as bad, right? She said she'd ask for $50 and he would make her feel so bad for it. He would pay for everything when they were out, but he wouldn't give her any money. Um, and she totally owned it. She was so genuine. I really like her cut. Um, I really like her. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I, like, even then, like, I think doing a threesome with her too wouldn't be like the worst thing either. I just don't like, I'm going to definitely try and set up a date for us to go swimming again together i'm gonna try and do it this week because i have he's telling me that we're gonna go up north on the weekend and i can bring a friend or two friends now ideally they sound like the girls you'd want to bring they've been asking to go on a boat i I truly would want to bring them i just don't know if i'm gonna like him getting excited and uh, i don't know and i was kind of feeling like i might want to just go on this trip me and him but it's not so bad to like have a friend, you know, to bring friends there. And honestly, these are girls like I, I genuinely like, like I have fun with. Um, even though our friendships are still new, they're still very fucking new in the beginning stages. So maybe I'll ask her. We, I, I propose that we go like down to um, Toronto this week. I actually have made a lot of plans this week. For someone who's in university and has an exam on Tuesday and is fucking, like, not doing shit but talking to her into her phone all the fucking time. Yeah, I got a lot of shit I should be doing right now. Okay. And now it's telling me that I'm almost out of time. Oh, my God. My song is dropping. We usually, guys, what goes... I was going to say what goes up must go down, but fuck. I was trying to try and say... <gasps> oh, guys! My stock is up, up. Okay, let's see if we could sell that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Jack broke her. This is part one. We're just going to talk about her little background story. And she went through it. Sorry, my throat. Oh. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking at my portfolio. One of my stocks is at 500 bucks, guys. We should wait, though, a little bit longer before we pull out. I think it can go higher. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, I love that. I'm going to take a screenshot and send it to him. 
Okay, um, yeah, so this is why Seashell, and ever, well, what else is there to say? Oh, so she said what made her realize was that she had done a threesome. They were doing a bunch of threesomes to their entire relationship. Um, it was one girl, she had added her on Snapchat, and she, this girl that they had threesomed had texted um, Seashell and said, can you ask Jack to send me my e-transfer and then that's when it all clicks for Seashell. That's what she says. And she realized that he'd been paying these girls to fuck them. And he wouldn't give her anything. And that he was probably seeing other girls and paying them money to also fuck and not giving them anything. And, you know, my guy, guys, has kind of, like, this kind of aspect as well. Where it's like, he sees me the entire weekend. And he'll only give me, you know, one flat amount. Even... What's it called? The first girl, the first threesome girl. Fuck. Did we give her a name? Oh my god, guys, blanking again. No, 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 we did give her a name. It's not Rose. Fuck. Blanking. Dandelion? Yes. Dandelion. Yes. It's Dandelion. Okay, this is what Dandelion was telling me as well. Like, she said the first time that her and my boyfriend went away to a trip together, they did everything, and then he only gave her, you know, one flat amount for the entire weekend. He did the same thing to me, and he's continued to do it the entire duration of our relationship. However, guys... Sometimes, like, you know, the material, the, the, the amount of money doesn't really, you know, mean as much in the grand scheme of things. So, sure, I put, I only got a flat amount for that entire weekend, but he makes up for it because then he's buying me, like, four, he bought me my purse, my first purse, my first purse for Christmas was $4,000 fucking dollars. $4,000 on a fucking bag. I would never... <laughs> I would never, but he did it and he added that chain onto it. Beautiful bag. But again, when Dandelion and I were like, well, Dandelion was telling me her gifts and whatever, the things that he had gotten her, not, didn't compare to the shit that I was getting, right? So, you know, you lose then and, you know, the, how much money he's giving you, whatever, but building that relationship in the long run has probably benefited me more than being like you know stingy over how much I got for a weekend where I the first weekend I didn't really have fun now I'd have more fun now he's telling me I could bring a friend now it's like now we're getting into the fun fun part of this relationship I'm actually kind of excited um for this entire summer you know and I want to talk about this too briefly here. I'm like looking for a friend, guys. I've been looking for like a two friends or one friends, which is why Seashell, I'm still on the fence with her because I think she'd be fun to bring on a trip. We could on like we we like a lot of the same things. Not that it's hard. Like you know, we like weed. Can get a vape. Like it's so easy. And I've been like trying to find friends. I told you guys that people I could bring with me on my trips and whatever. And I'm like here to these girls and like this is I I try not to say it like that, but I'm like this is the ideal fucking opportunity. Truly. Me being what like me knowing what I know, we are going to go we 
he's talking about this trip i told you guys where we're gonna go up north for the weekend this trip and he's telling me i can bring a friend like i'm like you don't have to pay for anything you don't have to buy anything um and like you have your separate room we can do literally anything and the fact that there's two of us too oh my goodness sometimes i'll ask my guy to do something and he'll be like hesitant or whatever usually he follows through or he'll do one thing and not do the other like he's good but imagine if there were two of us asking like he would never say no (laughs) and he gets like that because he tries to impress my friends as well it's like the perfect situation you know like we don't have to pay for shit we're going away he has a fucking boat (laughs) like let's go get our pictures let's you know have a hot girl summer super easy um so yeah you know win some lose some that's the thing so with danny sorry not danny lines but seashell's guy was just just ripping her off all the way i guess my guy even though he's had his problems he's always given me money always compensated me for stressing me out um and my guy is not and i'm sorry to use this but from hearing the story like he's definitely evil and maybe my guy my guy can have some evil aspects but he's nice to my face he's always been kind whatever fair maybe this guy too was nice to her face but some of the things like the gaslighting and all that i I actually do think my guy gaslights me sometimes too i i said it to him once i said you're gaslighting me (laughs) i wonder if he knows what that means do you want it like those are the questions i have to go get something to drink my throat is dry as fuck but, um, let me see if there's anything to drink here. I'm going to get something to drink before I do part two. What are we even going to name this podcast? I was thinking, like, she sells seashells, something like that, something cute. Just so you guys know, this is the story about Seashell. This is Seashell's backstory. Is she's going to become a main character. So then her thing now is that Seashell's trying to tell me about, like, being careful. That's what their thing is and how they've seen this happen before, as they probably should have. I've heard it too. Girls falling in love with their sugar daddies. I think it's prevalent. I think a lot of girls fall in love with their first one because they just don't know better. If you create a relationship where you guys are almost dating, you guys are seeing each other every day, then, you know, the lines get blurry. For sure. Um, I'm just driving over to Starbucks right now. I don't see a line. Thank God. So what they were saying, and even Leaf, Leaf, and this guy was making promises to them too. Me and my American friend, her and I have been reading up about narcissists because we came to the conclusion that both of our boyfriends were narcissists. We, we actually have to have this conversation as to whether or not my boyfriend is a narcissist, guys. Oh, stupid seatbelt thing. We need to have this conversation for sure because I think it's debatable as to whether or not my boyfriend is a narcissist. We'll have to have an entire podcast. And we actually said this, all three of us, me, Leafs, and Seashell, were like, all of these sugar daddies are narcissists. They have to be. 
Because what man, you know, like, and they, they feel like they're on cloud nine. I don't blame them. They have all this attention. Sometimes the way I give my boyfriend attention is like, I know it's too much. I know I'm fucking feeding his ego, but like, I, I like giving him attention. So it's hard. Um, but Seashell said ever since then, she's been a heartless bitch. She said that shit broke her, but it made her stronger. And guys, I was going through it too. And I think a lot of you would also agree, like after this relationship, assuming it doesn't end, or sorry, if it, like, if things do go wary, knock on wood, everybody, if you're listening, knock on wood, (laughs) then I can understand the background story and becoming a heartless bitch. And Seashell says she she got stronger because of it. She said she'd never let a guy play her like that. And I could totally understand that. They were together, she said, eight months. But he was seeing other girls and all of that stuff. So I don't know. Um, and she says now that they're good friends. He's a master manipulator, for sure. The fact that, you know, they're still friends. But, th- guys... That, too, is how my boyfriend claims his relationships work. They used to fuck, whatever, and now they're friends, and now they, they, he sees them. So I can kind of understand when I, when I hear his stories um, about his friends. But do you guys see how that works? Like, they used to do it, and now they stop, but they're still friends. And she says she likes him better as a person. That's for sure. Once you take out the feelings out of the relationship, a lot of things are a lot easier. Um... A lot of us are learning, and by us, I mean me, like, not every relationship you have with another individual has to be sexual, it has to have, like, you know, emotions in it. You can have friendships. Don't be afraid to make friends. They're better for you. Um, so, and what's crazy, too, like I told you guys, Seashell and Leaf met Jack through each other, well, well, sorry, you guys know the story, we said it seashell met jack through leaf in a threesome i believe and some of the shit that jack was saying to leaf he said it to seashell like seeing that he had a condo that they could stay in and this is what we call future faking i love that where you went into this whole narcissist that's a narcissist thing which is scary because men will tell you fucking stories just to fucking lead you on so messed up and it, i hated that shit because i'm like why would you just not speak just don't speak you don't have to fucking fake shit just don't speak that's how i've always felt just don't tell me you know just don't just don't speak you don't have to fake the future just don't talk that's something i'm super wary about even with my boyfriend for sure because you know you want to hear like the plans but any guy who you know makes too big of plans gets too eager is a red flag it's definitely a red flag especially in the beginning of a relationship so oh my god my throat hurts i'm gonna get a drink i'm going to come back with part two i'm about to get my starbucks and then we'll start part two um this was a fun conversation actually i'm excited to continue if my throat gets back to normal bye